0: He got hit by a truck and he reconstructed his spine by himself in his mind and that's the first time I ever experienced something about mind and body connection and welcome to the phase four podcast inspired by Vision Lakhiani and Ajit Nawalka co-founders of Evercoach a division of Vine Valley in this podcast we speak to coaches and creatives about where they were where they are and where they are going This is the intersection of what we focus on expands and your story is your superpower.
1: Hello, everybody. We are here for uh, Tuesday Talks and today we have an amazing soul, an entrepreneur and a transformational coach called uh, JP. Uh, JP is a transformational coach focusing on mindset and habits uh let's get uh, JP on here I uh, see you there JP let me invite you Hello, how are you doing, JP?
0: Crazy, how are you doing, man?
1: I am doing fantastic, fantastic. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time out and coming on to Tuesday Talks.
0: Yeah, it's a pleasure and an honor to be with you. I appreciate what you're doing. I love your guest list and it's pretty fascinating.
1: Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you very much uh, for, for hopping on here as well. Um, so I've done a very short introduction for you, but you're not—you're the best person to expand onto it and let us know uh, who you are, uh, what you do, and the biggest question that will start all this will be: though, know, why do you do it, JP?"
0: Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, my name is JP. I'm a transformation coach. I help people unbound some boundaries. Uh, the reason I did it—it it started out with like I think everyone—we do the work on ourselves, and then it feels so good that we start helping other people. And we want other people to experience the same thing that we've experienced, right? So I went through maybe a a decade-long battle with chronic pain. And I think um, it's safe to say words like neuroplasticity and epigenetics might uh, resonate with your, your group. So people like Dr. Joe and Bruce Lipton come to mind as some of the teachers and mentors that helped me along my way. And so I was going through this decade of chronic pain and this dark night of the soul and all of a sudden when the student is ready the teacher will appear and Dr. Joe Dispenza for me was that teacher and he just started telling me about like his story and his story resonated so much so what happened with me I have a spinal schwannoma in my in my uh, tumor in my spine and it just caused to that breathing coughing laughing sneezing all of these things were just constant pain and I was at a point I was taking like 33 pills a day I remember being 35 years old and I was at a birthday party in a mobility scooter and a friend of mine said you don't look so good and I said I'm waiting around to die at 35 and so fast forward about five years my son was about to turn five and I started to say you know what I'm I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. I was turning 40. He was turning five, and he deserves much better. His whole life, all he ever saw was me just sitting there in a wheelchair. Oh, my back hurts. Wake up in pain all day long. So I found Dr. Joe. I heard his story, and he he got hit by a truck, and he reconstructed his spine by himself in his mind. And that's the first time I ever experienced something about mind and body connection. And my whole life, I was just grew up with a fixed mindset. And I didn't even know what a growth mindset was. I thought, okay, here's your job. Here's your house, your wife, your 2.5 cars, your 2.5 kids, your 2.5 dogs. And you retire when you're 65 and you're supposed to be happy about it and take what you get and don't be picky, right? And so no one ever taught me, and I don't blame anyone, right? That's just the way they were raised too. So no one ever taught me that you can create it all yourself. And so once I found Dr. Joe, then I found Mind Valley and Vision and all these things, just so much learning and knowledge kept coming my way. And things that I used to like, I stopped liking. Like I used to watch sports addictively, like come home, turn it. I thought everyone did it, right? <laughs> and uh, so then all of a sudden that kind of went to the side. And other things that I do um, now enjoy that I never even thought of before, like just space, reading nonfiction books, and all sorts of stuff. And so but Doctor Joe and Vision kind of came together in my life at the perfect time, and then when COVID came around, it was like, wow, all these tools that I've been learning have all come together perfectly at this time, and now I'm ready to go into COVID, knowing I'm going to come out of it way better.
1: Wow, I I, I love this story. Thank you very much for for sharing this and sharing the vulnerabilities there as well, right? So it's it's an amazing journey already, uh, and I had. Lots of things that I'm not even aware of myself. So I'm learning as I am listening to you myself as well. But but hearing the journey that, you know, because I literally saw you earlier walking because when we did this little test, I'm like, what? What's happening here? So I was like, oh, wow. You know, so so being on wheelchair and being in pain 24 hours for for just simple thing, laughing, right? It's a simple thing that nobody actually pays attention to. You know, it's, it's a thing that you want to do. And you, you're in pain so anything you want to do you're thinking of the pain first which is then restricting you and i love the the fact that you also touched upon you know the the fixed mindset uh that that gets given to us it's this we we when we come into this world we don't have a fixed mindset we already have a growth mindset right if you if you uh you said you got you know you you got a five-year-old if you observe your five-year-old you will see that uh, he already has a growth mindset because he's always looking into what's what's next you life, like oh let me test this what does this thing do what does that thing do can I do this can I uh, stand up can I crawl that side you know that's the growth mindset because you're just trying things out and something you like something you don't like so you will you will do it that's what you're learning uh, but society as we're getting older you know just kinds of gives us this well-developed package you're like oh this is it this is the box take this box with you and just just Work, work well, everything which is what you need is in this box. Just work with this box now, right? Uh, at a certain point, you will take this item out of it, and at a certain point, you will take this item out of it, and you don't need to look anywhere else. Just keep looking in the box, right? When uh, and then at one point, what happens is you you're consumed by that box that you are in it. F- you know, physically, you're in that box yourself because you're not. You don't see anything. Your vision is tunnel vision, uh, because as you said you'll you think that's what you really need to do come home put the tv on watch sports uh you know uh i love popular ones i i, I watch Formula one it's, it's been as you said it's, it's less and less now because you're like okay i've got other better things to do it's not it this is not the only thing right and it's great to now hear that you know that you decided to pivot and you were ready for covid as well because you were already in that growth mindset and you were prepared for it uh so Take us through that journey of uh, that pivotal moment when uh, Doctor Joe came in in your life and vision. So, and, and you were you know pivoting. What was that journey like? Obviously, there's I'm sure there was lots of ups and downs that everybody had. Uh, what kept you going?
0: Yeah, right. So definitely my kids and my wife and my family. Right, that's where you want to go. And once I started listening to his story and the way he was just a normal guy, right, and he's healing like people and blind people seeing and tumors disappearing that was probably one that was like oh tumors disappearing i have a tumor and he said something really powerful was like stop like giving your power away and i would say you know what that's what i'm doing i go to the doctor he's been to school for to be a doctor i don't know i'm not a doctor he must know everything right but really the diagnosis is just a diagnosis it's not a long-term prognosis right and so he's basing it off everyone he's seen before. And I'm not that person. Like he doesn't know anything about me. So, um, meditation was huge. He doesn't call it meditation, but meditation was, was probably the biggest one and just simple things, right? There's, I still do it today. There's a list of about 10 things like journaling, meditation, fasting, reading, writing, um, Exercise is huge, right? So I went from that mobility scooter, and yesterday I ran thirteen kilometers in the morning as the sun came up. Wow, that that
1: that's that's a, that's amazing, you know, to to run that thirteen kilometers. Uh, and and the pivots that you just shared there, of of, I you know this the the mindset that I wanted to touch upon that everybody, you know, they they look at the physical body like that, they they, they want to fix that and and, and do this. But the the even though people who exercise and think they're fit and everything but one part of the muscle of the body muscle that nobody pays attention to is the is the mind is the brain uh which is we can create anything and cure anything if if it's if we like and and you know you're you're as you're mentioning that i've heard stories like that people have actually cured themselves out of uh you know life-threatening illnesses there there there's a person that uh, I actually know personally, uh, and she was told that she had about a year or two to live uh, for some 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 disease that she had, but she was like, "Nope, I'm not having that," uh, and went into exactly what you say, you know, meditation, journaling, exercise, and all that stuff, and she's still alive. You know, right. you know, it's it's been seven eight years now that I know her, and uh, and this is is you know is there so. It's all about the mindset, right? It's, it's a case of right, if you have a thought, uh, and you, uh, as you say, you're not giving your power away. You are, yeah. You you can go there, and get your get your consultation, then get your feedback that is needed, so you actually know what what is actually happening. But once you know these things, you are able to conduct all those things yourself. Uh, in terms of, yeah, if there is medication needed, maybe you need to do that because you need to boost uh, your immune system and all that. stuff. but actually. You can help yourself with that immunity as well uh, by your mindset, right? It is if your if your mindset is strong enough, your your world is actually happier. That uh, you know your you know when people are looking at other people's grass and you say, oh yeah, that grass is greener. Gra- grass is always greener on the other side because you're not looking at you're not watering your own grass. Is there?
0: <laughs> just just water it. <laughs> be green. Right. You're right. Yeah. I look at uh, my screensaver, <clears throat> it's a Wayne Dyer quote, and it says, like, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. And it's just so true. Like, I don't know how much change. I don't even know if the tumor is still there. Like Dr. Joe says, that exists in the old personality, right? And the biggest thing for me that was like the aha moment was when he says, your personality creates your personal reality. And so I was thinking, wait a minute, is that true? yeah, it's kind of true. I'm like a miserable person. I'm always in pain. I'm complaining. I'm a victim. And so that's creating my world. And so like once you flip the script and switch that around, now everything changes. Now I, I'm responsible for me and everything is a result of me.
1: I, lo- I love this. I love this. So how's the journey now that you are uh, helping everybody else, uh, do that transmitted, transmutative journey as well. Um, Take us through an, an example if you'd like to share of what would it look like uh, for, for somebody if want to reach out to you.
0: Sure. So um, and let me just back up a little bit. So what happened, I started donating blood. That was my way of generating abundance where I couldn't find abundance. And I thought, well, how am I going to do this? So I started donating blood. That led to volunteering. And so what I did, I started volunteering to help people with chronic pain men who had depression because i had depression and anxiety because of it and so the feeling you get from helping those people just grows and grows and grows and then so when coaching came along it was like oh this is a perfect fit so now today what do we do there's one big philosophy i have and it's like 90 days at a time i have a tool i use with clients called the n90 protocol and and this is next so it's the next 90 protocol and so what are we going to do for the next 90 days Because what I found out is that 90 days is the perfect measurement and it's not too too long a period of time that you're wasting a lot of time if it doesn't work out, but it is a, a perfect amount of time where you can figure out if something's worth pursuing. You can also measure the results that you're getting and then you can make the adaptations and changes. So whatever it is, you start small, right? Journal for 90 days, meditate for 90 days, whatever it is. And after 90 days, you're going to start going in a certain direction. It might not be the direction that you thought of at the very beginning. And like the hill isn't straight up, right? You kind of zigzag and figure out things along the way. And so that's one of them. Another one I use is called MyFive. And if you know Jim Rohn, he says, you become the five people that you hang out with the most. And so what I found is during the lockdown, um, those volunteer groups I'm talking about had to go online. And so there was a bunch of people who were isolated. And they didn't have any family. They didn't have anyone with them. And they were struggling a lot. And so I developed this tool called MyFive based off of that saying. And the idea is that you don't have to have like your mom, your aunt, your uncle to come and all your friends to come and be your five. You could go on YouTube and watch five mentors for 12 minutes a day. So one hour a day. And if you did that for 90 days or even one month, you're going to learn a lot about something. So let's say Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, Wayne Dyer, Zeeshan Khan, and JP (laughs) Horgan, right? And so you watch videos about these people and you start to learn about whatever that process is. And it will either take you to explore that further or you go, okay, that's not for me. But the idea is like, if you have a Tony Robbins in your ear every day or a Tom Bilyeu in your ear every day, that you're going to get better. And it's just, sky's the limit.
1: I actually love this, uh, and in terms of the n90, because you know, uh, as they as they also say, it, it takes ninety days to build a habit as well, right? So by the end of ninety days, you're you're happy with that habit, and your your body is kind of already attuned to what you're trying to do now, right? Because it's like, okay, this is now happening. I'm gonna automatically just switch on to this. Let's say, for example, if you're not an early person, but you decided to wake up early morning yeah it's difficult in the in the beginning uh you know you've got your alarm and all this stuff but there comes a point that your body then automatically just wakes up in the morning now right and it's like oh yeah because you've been doing it for let's say 40 60 days already uh, and 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 the last 30 is it's just like okay let let me just support this person now that is it's trying to do Uh, and, and that's what it is right and i i love the fact that okay yeah listen to the other inspirational people out there you know for for 12 minutes it's, it's not a lot i mean that's 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 you know that's uh quite easy to do uh, and and yeah a lot of people uh i think it was tough during during the the pandemic and covid uh people who who had no one and it was new for them where they just had to be indoors and could not do anything you know you can watch tv so much uh and then you you, you even you get bored out of the tv like what, what's next right
0: yeah you can only watch so many netflix shows before you start getting bored of it right and so yeah it becomes a it's kind of like just training a muscle or just um exercising right like you train it up but you can do that with your mind as well right and so one thing you just reminded me when you said about changing your time you wake up is like I was at a point where I would wake up and be like, yeah, just go back to sleep. I'm sure lots of people do it, right? Like, it's nice and warm. Let's just stare under the cover. And like, so a thing that I've learned, and it's definitely not for everybody, but I tell my mind to shut up all the time. Like, those runs that I tell you I go on, it's like every other day. And every time, we've been doing this for like four years now. And still, my mind was like, you can't do this. You can't finish this. You're not going to be able to do that. And it's like, shut up. But... And every time you still finish it, right? So it's just like mind over matter. And like your brain just wants you to keep you safe. So knowing how your brain works, these kind of things help you because now you can not do an end around, but you can say, okay, well, my brain's just trying to do what it does. I don't really want to stay in bed. I would rather shield better if I get up and go for a run, right?
1: Yeah, I, I actually, that, that's actually a good point there, right? Because uh, um, the brain will always try to do the default thing. It's trying to protect you. So it's like, oh, no, just you know takes it back to the comfort zone that is so familiar to it um but no fault of the brain brain loves pattern that's that's all it is and and the way it loves it because it can then make sense of things that is happening around it right it it, it loves uh, continuity as well so if you've been doing something or if you've been taking one uh let's say if you walk to the work or office whatever and and you take one same street every time as soon as you change uh your direction your, your brain's in a panic mode, right? And it would be like, where where are we going? Are we are we lost? And you know, it will come up with all these things. And the next day, it will actually slow you down because it might not want to wake up because you will think, I don't know if you're going to the office in the same route or the new route. So it's it's like, I'm not too sure. So I'm going to just tell you to sit home today, right? And, and and that's what the feeling you get. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do this, right? Uh, I think I'll just stay home. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it's not that it's like that you want to. It just feels familiar because that's what you've always done, right? It's like, what's that book uh, or that, you know, the hero's journey for like um, Joseph Campbell, where like you leave the ordinary world, you hear a call and then you refuse the call and then you get him. So that's the ordinary world. But then once you leave that ordinary world, it feels uncomfortable, but you grow through it. And then eventually it's like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like my old story, my victim story, I wouldn't change it for a second.
1: I love this, love this. So, uh, take us through uh, obviously what what your routine is now at the moment, because you you said you, you do your meditation, uh, uh, journaling, and all that stuff. Uh, what what does what does your day look like uh, at the moment? I'm sorry, where mm-hmm. is every time? But uh, if you had to, uh, what's the perfect day looks like?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the very, the beginning is pretty much the same. So the first thing definitely I will open my eyes and just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Three times. I go through my affirmations list. I go through, um, segment intending and and kind of like what I have to do that day. Who do I have to meet where I'm going? And I send love and light to all those people in all those situations. I've already been in this meeting. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I, after I do that, I roll out of bed, do some pushups, do a little sit-up routine, go downstairs, read. And I love the fact that my kids come down and see me reading every morning. I think it's so beneficial for them. And then uh, once they get ready for their day, I kind of do a bit of journaling, a bit of writing, and then get to it. Whatever has to be done. Some days, like you said, are different than others. Um, However the calendar looks that day.
1: Uh, That's actually good. And Is there... Uh, routine for closing down your uh, day as well is it similar
0: yeah it's very similar it's uh so I meditate in the morning and then at nighttime I'll meditate again and then I'll go through those same affirmations and I find the way you go to sleep at night is the way you wake up and so if you're ever thinking like distracting thoughts or negative thoughts and crisis or whatever if that's how you go to bed at night, you're going to wake up that feeling, that same thoughts. And so we try to switch it around and put those affirmations to work. And I, actually... you know what, I do auto hypnosis Um just listening to these, these audios. I don't know. There's a guy named Michael Sealy and there's another YouTube channel called Progressive Hypnosis and it's just a calming, nice little go to sleep. Oh, that's,
1: that's actually nice. Uh, and, I'll um... Uh, people listening to 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 it now recommend to to check it out because it actually what I've noticed and you're 100 percent correct there uh, the way if we if we're taking our worries with us to to sleep to you know uh, and that's where you you wake up all panicky sometimes you don't go to sleep properly when people say oh well, I'm not I didn't sleep well and it's just because your know, your brain was trying to fix all those problems while you were trying to rest it was working all all that time and then when it was working you woken up tired already even though you were in bed for let's say five six hours right and you wake up tired and it's just because your brains on overdrive trying to fix everything before you wake up and he came up with all the scenarios of whatever that problems you were thinking of right the day will bring and then just wanted to expand on to that the problems are only there if you think they they are problem i mean I've, i've removed the word problem uh, For my vocabulary, there is no, there are no problems out there. It's only challenges and obstacles. And what challenges and obstacle trigger my brain is with uh, my mindset would be: it's, it's, if it's a challenge, it can be overcome. If it's an obstacle, that can over, be overcome as well, right? Uh, so I'm not a mathematician, so I'm not looking at a problem. So I'm like, problem needs to be solved, right? <laughs> so uh, whereas it's challenges and obstacle, uh, I can overcome. So I am and. Uh, taking charge of it and seeing how can I overcome it now so my brain is al- already like thinking okay what's what is this and let's look at it and overcome it what is the way around it uh, as you said if, if I'm climbing the hill what what rocks I need to step on see uh you know this that that rock doesn't slip right
0: yeah no it's perfect it's um it's a good way to look at it right because one will automatically throw you into a certain mode and Instead of reacting, it's like, okay, let's figure out how to fix this challenge, obstacle, opportunity, instead of if it's a problem, then, oh, okay. Right away, your your mind is going the wrong way.
1: Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So I, I I tend to, you know, I've removed that word already. So if if I'm conscious about saying this here, if I hear it as well, uh, I, I when I'm repeating that word, I, I change that. And I was, was a problem too, and I'm like, yeah it's, it's a challenge or an obstacle which then I, my brain recognizes and I'll try to overcome it and map it out I mean I, I love that you know I have a blueprint that I, I live by so it's, it's a design of where I see myself and you know where I wanted to be and how it should look like now that's not going to 100% happen right and if, if it's that ever be but it's a blueprint of what it should look like right uh, let's say uh, when, when, you, when you're when you building a house you get a an architect to design a, do a blueprint of that house right so at that house then it shows you the blueprint and you're like yeah okay yeah we want the windows here the door here electric outlets are here and back door going to be there the garden should look like this that is just on paper at the moment right and then you get the other people that come around and build that for you and that's where that's where the obstacles and challenges come along right because you might not have the right tools. You, they might not have the right tools. The tools they need are not available uh, or, or the materials are not available. So all that happens, right? And that's that's the part of the life that you go with. But you have the blueprint there still, right? If you want to, whilst, whilst you're on that journey, you can make alterations now according to what's in front of you. Uh, what are your thoughts on to that?
0: Yeah. I love the idea of the blueprint, right? Because if something's not working or you change your mind down the road, you can kind of just erase it. You know what? I want the bathroom to look bigger or I want to move this over here. And so yeah, the blueprint is a great, a great way to look at it. It's not, it doesn't keep you stuck in a box, right? You can jump outside the box and switch it up however you want. I think um, part of, I guess we're all peak performers and a part of that is just the consistency of doing the same thing over and over again. Like there's a lot of boredom in it, right? It sounds fascinating in a quick five minute talk, but it's not. It's just everyday consistent small steps. But the thing about them is they stack and they stack and they stack. And so I think it's it's super important and like note like when we see all ourselves and our mentors that it's not all great while they're on stage or whatever they look so, but then they go back. They have a normal life. They got situations and challenges. The work that we do is when nobody's watching, right? Those hours that you put in at the gym or whatever it is, cooking class or whatever you're trying to do, writing, whatever your craft is, the hours that nobody sees—that's what separates you from everyone else.
1: I, I agree with that hundred percent. I agree with that. So what was uh, obviously uh, you said you read a lot. So what books would you currently recommend to the viewers uh, and listeners who are watching us now?
0: Yeah, I got two right here that I'm reading right now at the same time. This is the one from all those coaches. Oh, you got a printed version. Yeah. And then this is the circle way. This is, if you want to ever do group coaching, this is the manual. This is the way to go. Um, It just teaches you how to manage, like, Part of being a group coaching is that you're not separate from the group. It's a circle. You're all one piece of it. And uh, so that's the manual. But yeah, you got books like Thring- Think and Grow Rich that you keep reading over and over again. So it's probably time to read that one again. Uh, Mandela, A Long Walk to Freedom is a really good one because it seems to be a metaphor for not only his life, but my life as well.
1: I like that. Those are. very good recommendation and uh the the one you had the c4 soul that actually that's actually that's actually good i'll be looking at it uh, but i couldn't find the printed version
0: yeah i think it depends on the country you live in i know there's different codes for different countries
1: yeah yeah, there's only a kindle version uh, in the uk so i was like okay i can't can't get that because i don't have the kindle and i don't want to download a kindle (laughs) app. so i so I'll wait until it comes on Audible.
0: Yeah, maybe you're going to write a story in the second one. There's a second and third one underway right now.
1: Oh, yeah, yes. Um. Yeah, Yeah. who knows? Fingers crossed. Let's see. Let's <laughs> uh, So t- take us through a little bit more on to, you know, since since you've now taken all these steps and you've come across, as, as I sometimes like to put it, that you've seen the bridge and you've crossed the bridge. You know, a lot of people see the bridge and they're like, I... Do not know what's on the other side because the bridge seems very long, you know, and, and, and as and, as you were saying, it's the consistency that kept, keeps you on that bridge. And you want, and once you carry on going, you come on the other side. Uh, obviously, yeah, on the way you meet your coaches, mentors, uh, peers, uh, some people who are also on the same journey, but maybe a few, few meters ahead of you, some are now behind you, uh, that you are helping with. So how was it when you came on the other side and you were like, okay, I'll cross the bridge, and uh, you know, I I can already see on your face that there was a joy, right? So it was, take us through that. Uh, what did it? What did that felt that moment?
0: Yeah, it's a catch twenty two. It's it's kind of because this this happens and then all of a sudden you realize that your same friends that they didn't change i changed and now i'm it's harder to relate so that's the one side of it that at first it gets a little it's difficult but it gets easier over time um because you're displaying it a different bond, and it's nobody's fault so then the other side of that is like yeah now i have the i took back the power like we talked about earlier right so now i have the power and i know how to show you how to do it like we know in coaching that the um, You've got to hold the client's vision for them until they can step into it. But I know for sure that I can do that because of my personal experience. It's not because of anything I read in a book. It's based on my own measurements, my own experience. And now I can share that with other people. And so right now, we're actually working with a couple of other coaches. And we formed a, a company called Clear Coaching Concepts. And we're doing a virtual event that's coming out in October 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. And so that's just one avenue where like we talk about all the time, what we focus on expands. And so that's just getting bigger and bigger. It started out as one-on-one coaching. It's gone into group coaching. Now we're going through live event coaching and it's just hopefully going to have in-person coaching by this time next year. Oh, in-person wow. live events. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally got it. Yeah. Wow. So that's, that's an amazing journey there uh, already. and, and, so, you know, to go through one-to-one to the group and uh, virtual uh, and then so in person. So I can, I can already see it's, it's, you have that little blueprint there already, right? So you're following a blueprint offset, uh, of your own program, which is which is amazing, which is also, you know, what I'm hearing uh, in this uh, is that you are celebrating the small successes, right? The small wins that you, you have. Uh, yeah, there, there is a, there is a macro that you have your eyes on yep that's what it is but all those all the way once once you're getting that uh you know one-to-one uh, group coaching and uh, and so forth so those are your small wins that you are celebrating until the the big one will happen which is uh, i'm sure you want to do is it's the live in-person events right
0: right yeah that's the goal right now for sure and like you said it's just uh the small wins right and so it's important to acknowledge yourself for those little wins. I don't, I don't mean to say you just sit there and be in the glory, pat <laughs> yourself on the back, take a little quick look back at how far you came and then keep going forward. But it is important for just for dopamine, just for keep going for motivation, for creativity, to just celebrate those small wins along the way. Otherwise it just seems so far out that a lot of people would just fall off the cliff <laughs> and quit before they get up there. <laughs>
1: I love the fact that you added that it's gonna fall off the cliff yeah but yeah it's it's i mean i don't i don't do a lot of uh hill climbing but i have what i've seen you know when when the people are climbing up you know when they take those little breaks that is basically yeah in a case, in a way they're resting because they need to recharge their muscles you know like, okay give them a rest but they are also celebrating how far they come on the hill right because they are looking back down and like okay we've, we've we've climbed quite a lot and, and celebrating that which also then as you said dopamine to then continue uh and and gives yourselves that rest of uh i mean i like to call it the me time uh also you know to take that you know yeah as you said you know don't don't sit in your glory and all that stuff so, but you can take that five minute of your me time right okay sit sit somewhere get yourself uh whatever drink that you wanted to fix yourself you know get yourself the drink or or whatever that is take that walk that you prefer to take if, if you like walking you know do that whatever that is just for yourself whilst you are looking back and and saying okay this is what I've done because a lot of people uh I mean and there's nothing wrong with it will do this exercise on paper right sitting down on a desk and yeah and looking back at it and you say oh yeah yeah, we, we've come we've come far we've celebrated it well, what's happening here is, again, we were talking about the biggest muscle in your body, the brain, is is not having that change. It's still seeing you on that same, even though you acknowledge the, yep, yep, we come so far here, but you've not celebrated it, right? So it's not, it's not acknowledged as, oh yeah, there's a big win. Why do we, we have these prize givings for children? Why do we have these events for, as adults as well, right? Oh, we're going to give you this prize where you come is to acknowledge and is, is to also register in your brain that, oh, I have come to a destination, right? I've need to celebrate, I've, I've celebrated the destination. Uh, and it's just a stop, uh, my journey is still going, you know, I'm on a track that is gonna stay and I'm gonna continue. Uh, but I'm at a station now, everybody's resting, I'm gonna celebrate, take that walk, whatever helps you to be. If, if you're a spa person, go to the spa, celebrate, but then you know the next day you're going to be back on that train and continue, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. It is so important to rest because you just, otherwise you're going to burn out everybody, right? There's nobody in the world that's immune to this. So in order along the way, take those breaks, like you're saying, acknowledge yourself, but also the rest part is crucial because yeah, you can go hard for however long, but if you don't stop rest, like your body needs the rest repair and just even just a change of environment to like reset refresh re-energize and then you come back stronger and better the next time so yeah I totally agree
1: love this Love this what would you
0: recommend
1: uh the the viewers who are watching this live now uh, at the at the listeners who will when this episode will be on, on the podcast uh, a bit later on uh to how how can they let's say if they are looking to pivot, uh, and along the similar journey, if they are re- relating this with this episode at the moment, and they're looking for that pivot, what would you recommend them to to do, right? How can they recognize? Because a lot of people just continue as you know, yeah, this is this is life, right? When I I, I don't like
0: that term, but I hear it a lot. You know, right. This is life. Let's deal with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So first, like mindset, <clears throat> the book by Carol Dweck will right fix mindset, growth mindset. But um, awareness is the key. Like, if you don't know what's happening or you don't know that it's anything can be different, you don't know. Like, you just, awareness is the key. So, introspection, like, how? what did I do today? What do I want? That's the first one is probably, what do I want? Because you can have anything you want, but a lot of people just don't think that they either deserve it or they can get it or whatever it is. And so, like, I think I talk about this with you maybe before where like the past is fine right and people have trauma and stories and whatever and that's cool that's great we need to respect it we need to embrace it we need to integrate it but now what right so wherever you are today in your life you can start right now and make a plan for the future right what do you want what will make you happy not other people not your parents your family what will make you happy what do you want? What did you want when you were a kid? Those kind of things, like, what made you happy when you were a kid? What did you want to do when you grew up? Until society whipped it out of you, right?
1: I I I love this actually, yeah. and then and it, it it is it is so true that you know it is, it, the awareness is is needed there. Um, if so, it'd be a case of saying you know if you're feeling that there's there's more to life because uh, that's how I was uh, feeling. Uh, in my corporate well i'm still in the corporate world but i am now more aware and what i have done is as you said when my pivotal moment happened uh there was lots of things i was doing already without knowing right so because uh, my spiritual journey and everything uh, awareness came a bit later uh, but there was lots of little little steps that i had already been doing which uh a lot of people when they actually meet me in person let's say would would, would say you know why how come you always have this massive smile on your face right they they always see this massive smile on my face they're like you know why why are you so happy with, with and, and and everybody just like kind of it, it disturbs everybody else i'm like
0: well
1: i don't have no reason to be sad about it. yeah there are as i said you know there are obstacles there are challenges uh yeah and and those times there were problems as well but i was aware of all all those things but i was aware of it but i wasn't doing anything because Again, I was just looking in the box. I was handed this box. And everything's in that box for you guys. Eh, go on there, Zishan. This is the box. It's in there. I'm like, okay, everything's in my box. You know, I'll finish my school. I'll finish my uni. I'll, everything is there. Now I've been given this. Right, let's go out in the world with it. So, but I had a, uh, I, I'm a very playful person, very lighthearted. Uh, I have, I always say to everybody, my threshold for uh, for getting upset is very high. Somebody has to be very, very. Bad and mean to me to get me upset, right? So if somebody just like nudges me or any anything, I'll be like, yeah, okay, we, you know, it's fine. Every we we all have our things, so whatever. So never, nothing happened there. But his mindset was that what I've realized that it was my mindset that kept that level of uh, awareness around me and excitement and everything. Because I'll find everything exciting, you know. Because uh, you know, my family just goes, Oh, that uh, everything as little as little, I'll, I'll get excited about it. I'm like, oh, wow, you know, something is like, uh, uh like this neon green glass that I'm holding. <laughs> when I got, when I saw this, I had to buy it. I'm like, Oh, wow, new geek price, gonna, it's gonna glow out in the dark and all that stuff. I did it, but <laughs> you know, I was happy about it. So I, I, I bought it. So it's those little, little things that count. And what I say is, you, if you look after your little, little habits and little, little things, all the big things in life will look after themselves because it's the little things that count uh, that you are doing to your your journey from t- from here to work. If you're not appreciating that little, little things that which are happening, yeah, there might be some things you might find miserable person that just doesn't want to move and it's in your way. But hey, I can go around that person. It's not the end of the world for me, right? But well, by the time I come to work, I might be a little bit tired because I had to take a detour of going around a person, or maybe a few times. And but that's fine. But I'm at work, right? And and that's what what counted. I never let anything get me down, I, and I still don't. You know, if I'm looking at it I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, I'm I'm not just for me. It's okay. So oh yeah, it things happening around me does not define me, right? It's 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 not happening to me there. There are things happening around me, and I am still going ahead. Okay, yeah, if it affects me, I'll look at it. Okay, right. Now I'm aware of it. Next time, this is not going to happen.
0: Right. Yeah, you're in England, right? So Shakespeare said in Hamlet about um, a thing is neither good or bad, but thinking makes it so. And it's just like that, right? We attach meaning to things, like things are just happening. And like the best example I always use is like you're in a car and someone cuts you off. You can either get mad and angry because that person cut you off. That person probably has no idea that they cut you off and that you're angry. You could think, oh man, I hope that guy's okay. Or maybe he's on his way to the hospital, right? And so the same event happened, the car cut you off. Or you could say like, oh man, I used to be in a hurry like that guy. I'm so glad I'm not in a hurry anymore. But like the same thing's happening, right? And it's just you're attaching a meaning to it. So yeah totally agree there's something you said there that a couple synchronicities when you were talking about um taking you across the bridge i was writing about this earlier and also you said something about um that when we when we um when we go through our life and if we if if we just get you don't want to be reacting right like So when you're, you're saying how it takes you a lot to get angry and so people are angry because they're just reacting to something, right? Instead of taking a second, taking a deep breath or whatever it is and like assessing the situation and saying, how's this going to affect me in 10 minutes? You know what I mean? Is it going to be right? And so these kind of things are, it just goes back to like, yeah, we get to attach the meaning and if the meaning that you like doesn't feel good in your body and you don't like it, change it, change the meaning. because you can do that
1: exactly exactly 100% i agree with that uh but you know jp i would like to say thank you very much for for your 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 time today and people who are uh watching this live with us on ig uh, and if you just joined recently as well uh viewers who are watching this live we recommend to watch this full episode there's lots of arguments uh, that jp has shared uh, and and then amazing books as well so definitely uh watch this full episode again Uh, JP, uh, I ask this to everybody uh, when we are wrapping this up. uh, What would you like to say to everybody uh, as a uh, wrap-up for this episode?
0: Yeah, there's two things for me, like your story is your superpower. Um, I'm sure it's not like that for everybody, but it is for most. And like, how can you take the worst thing that's happened and make it the best thing? And then the second thing is what we focus on expands. Kind of wraps up what we've been talking about here for the last while. Wherever you want to go, just focus on that area. If you want to, if you want to have a podcast and IG, focus on that, whatever it is. And so what we focus on expands. And you can start where you are today and create your future by design. And that way you don't have to leave it up to other people. You get to design it right now.
1: love this. Thank you very much, uh, JP, for for sharing such amazing words at the end as well. Uh, And I love that, you know, what you focus on expands and it's true 100% uh what you focus on expands uh, uh we, we will leave it we leave it to that you know otherwise it's, it's a narrative it's, it's, it'll go out there now i will say thank you very much uh jp for your time and, and such a great uh story that you've shared with us as well uh and everybody here uh if you had a if you had a spark today by, by listening to us and from this episode uh it's now our duty to share this episode with somebody else to create that spark as well. And if somebody's just appeared in your mind or or thought whilst you were listening to this, uh, I urge you to share this episode with that person. uh, Because if you had a spark, it might create a spark in them as well. And we don't know who's been, you know, who's woken up or going to bed, thinking of a better day. And this, we all need that spark and to start the engine and get the car going. So it might spark and start their engine as well uh so share share the episode with whoever and whomever you you're you're thinking of uh, or tag the person and in, in this episode here uh jb thank you very much for your time and thank you very much everybody else we'll see everybody next tuesday Bye bye <laughs>